Working remotely, where you are shouldn't dictate what you do. Work from the road by turning your vehicle into a reliable high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, take your work on the road and AT&T will be there to keep you connected. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls, finish up that presentation, or answer last-minute emails. Why wait? Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi today for free trial eligibility. Based on independent third-party data, number of devices varies by manufacturer. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Get in touch with technology with Tech Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Tech Stuff. My name is Chris Paulette, and I am an editor at HowStuffWorks.com. Sitting across from me, as always, is senior writer Jonathan Strickland. I don't know if you got the whole picture, but he's not exactly working in all thrusters. <laughs> we still haven't started receiving mail about where I get these quotes from, so I'm curious to hear once those start coming in. Actually, I'm sure I'll be buried under an avalanche. But that leads me to a little actual listener mail. This mail comes from Griffin. So first of all, Griffin, you have a really cool name. 
<clears throat> and here is the mail. Hi, just wanted to send you a note about deleting files on a computer. Your recent data recovery podcast correctly mentioned that when you delete a file or empty the trash on your computer, it really just deletes the pointers and the data is still there. Sometimes. However, both Mac OS X and Windows XP have newer uh, and newer versions have easy to use secure erase features. If you turn these on or run a secure erase free space feature, it will actually overwrite the deleted files space with zeros. Your OS can't find it anymore, no matter what. Even so, the U.S. Department of Defense prescribes that this be done seven times before it is considered safe, and even then, there are higher specifications for safe deleting without destroying the physical media. There are also software available that can cause physical damage to a drive and its platters. Using things like vibrations caused by repeated looping instructions, software can make a drive head shatter or heat up the drive platter. Fun, huh? Anyway, just wanted to share some additional knowledge with you. Hope your summer is as great as mine. Well, thanks a lot, Griffin. We're actually going to do a podcast about permanently deleting files, because we had several people ask us about that after we did our data recovery podcast, and you've kind of covered some of the basics. Uh, yes, when you delete a file, what you're really doing is deleting a pointer to that data. Right. Because if you just drag a file to your recycle bin or trash can and uh, tell it to delete it, it you know gets it off of your hard drive, and, and basically, when it removes the pointers, it's making that space available to be written over again but typically if if all you're doing is just deleting it uh, under the normal circumstances mm-hmm. um, I, I will explain why I say that in a moment mm-hmm. um, all you're doing is saying yes you can go ahead and take these two megabytes or whatever and next time you need space feel free to go ahead and write over this because I don't need that anymore but it does not actually remove the file completely from your hard drive. Right. So, in other words, if you delete something, then it may be possible to retrieve it using data retrieval software. Undelete software, essentially, is what it's usually referred to as. Which is really useful if you go, oh, no, I can't believe I just deleted that. Yeah, I can't believe I just deleted my term paper. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've accidentally deleted articles. I've done that. (laughs) Yes. I've accidentally deleted articles when I got angry. Um, No, that's a a joke. Please don't send anyone to me. the yeah the, so if you delete something by accident there are ways to retrieve it assuming you haven't you know downloaded new information and had that inf- that the, those old files overwritten by your computer uh and if you remember our podcast about hard drives and how hard drives save information to the physical uh media you'll remember they don't necessarily do it sequentially actually Platter-based ones don't do it sequentially at all. Right. At least not in in most file systems. Right. Uh, Yeah. We did mention that uh, older DOS versions do, like the ones that were used by NASA, do save it sequentially. Right. But in your average hard drive system, your data is being uh, saved (laughs) willy-nilly in a way that kind of sort of makes sense, uh, but... It's not necessarily sequential. So when you over when you're saving new data, there's no guarantee that you're actually overwriting old files. You may be saving that to unoccupied space on your hard drive. So uh, it may even be that something that you deleted months ago is still sitting on your computer. That's true, and this is important because. Whereas a few weeks ago, we were talking about how you can save files that uh, have been seemingly deleted from your computer. Let's say you actually want to make sure that something is gone for good. Yeah. Uh, for example, you're selling your computer to someone else or, or donating it to, uh, to a charity, for example, for an older machine. Mm-hmm. And you think, wow, you know, all those tax files I had on here, I'll just delete them. Well, 
if you oh, just delete them, they're not going to be really gone. And it is possible that someone who is uh, enterprising enough can go in and get uh, very sensitive information, such as here in the United States, your social security number or something else that could be used to steal your identity. So let's say that let's say that you're the IT head of a government office. Now, the information that's on the computers in your department may be extremely sensitive. In fact, some may be uh, related to, to national security. And so it's of utmost importance that you make sure that that data is completely destroyed when you are going to get rid of an old machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it becomes really important to know what's the process for deleting these files. Uh, so you want to you want to get rid of something. You want to overwrite that data. You don't want to just um, just uh, assume that when you delete something, it's gone. How do you overwrite a file, a specific file? Well, it depends on the computer system that you're using. This is true. Um, you know that what we were talking about earlier. Yes, the uh, for example, the Macintosh operating system, uh, with which I'm probably a little bit more familiar than Windows, um, although I've used Windows for many years now, um, actually has an option um, in the in the file menu when you're looking at the at the trash. To you have the option of erasing or emptying your trash or secure empty trash, which is basically not only does it um, delete the files on those sectors on the hard drive, but it also overwrites them with ones and zeros uh, multiple times in order to you know obliterate those files. So it's it's going ahead and writing information, uh, you know, basically gibberish information to those sectors in an attempt to completely get rid of it. Right. You can and you can as we were mentioning before too, do that in other operating systems. Yeah, uh in Linux if you're if you're using Linux, most distros of Linux have a uh, shred command. Yes, they do. And so your shred command, shredding is it's essentially what it sounds like when you're you're physically shredding a document. And the idea is that it's shredding the digital version. And again, what it does is it, it not only deletes the uh, information from your hard drive, but overwrites it for you. And you can even adjust the number of times it, it passes that information and overwrites it uh, using various command line functions. So you could just overwrite it once, or you could set that overwrite number to a much higher number, like seven or seven times is the Department of Defense's uh, uh basic rule of thumb, which Griffin mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also another approach called the Gutman method. Yes. Which <laughs> Gutman is, uh, it's, well, it's, it's named after a, a, a technology expert who came up with 35 different ways to overwrite uh, uh, data. Yes. Since then, it's, his method has been kind of misinterpreted to mean that you need to overwrite data 35 times right. to really obliterate it. Uh, that's kind of a misconception. That's not really what Gutman was saying. And in fact, Gutman, uh, in, uh, Peter Gutman, I should say, uh, it was a 1996 paper called Secure Deletion of Data from Magnetic and Solid State Memory. That mm-hmm. was the, the thing that kind of gave birth to this whole 35 passes to truly erase the data so that you don't have to worry about data recovery specialists getting hold of it. Um, that he he later wrote an addendum to that an epilogue to the 1996 paper which essentially said that two passes of random data should be enough to obliterate information uh some people suggest more because 
of the fear that future data recovery strategies will be able to get past that. There's also uh, the possibility, some people think that there may be a possibility that uh, because because it's a magnetic storage um, uh, uh, media, the classic hard drives at any rate, it's possible that empty sectors could have their bits align magnetically with other sectors. So right. even if you've overwritten one thing, there may be a trace ghost element of that old data on an empty sector. Uh, which theoretically you could detect if you had an electron telescope. Wow. Yeah, that that kind of detection requires a certain amount of funding and uh, expertise and and patience. Um, the average consumer does probably does not need to worry about someone going after his or her computer with an electron microscope. It's just not going to happen. And uh, and some experts will tell you now, uh, among them Craig Wright, Dave Kleiman, and Shyam Sundar, that overriding hard drive data, really you only need to do it once. Mm-hmm. And that is enough because it will obliterate whatever – the file was, and and it won't. And, and while people have said that there are data recovery ways of getting past that, they say that the way that we store information magnetically now, uh, that's not really the case. That this whole seven passes thing and thirty-five passes thing, these are all based on misconceptions and are really overkill. That being said, it really doesn't hurt you to over to overwrite multiple times. Another uh, another method that people some people have been using, and I don't know if you encountered this in in your research or not, Jonathan. Uh, encrypted erasing. Yes, actually, I saw a cool one called uh, Secure Delete. This is a program which actually encrypts your file before you delete it and overwrite it, so that should someone have the ability to recover that data, they're going to recover an encrypted file. And encryption, if you are not familiar, um, basically is a way of encoding the file. Right. Um, if they wanted to try to open it, they would be asked for a pass key. Um, and it could be something, I mean, really uh, obnoxious or I don't even know if – do you know if a secure delete um, actually – Tells the user what no. the uh, code is, so it's you, encrypted you, with a key that no one knows. Yeah, it, it's like it's like you've so been given a coded message, but no key to to decode it. So that's I mean that's the whole point. That's what makes it secure. Is if it if it did somehow provide you that key, then you would be able to decode the message and get back to the original file structure. But by keeping the key a secret, then it's added an extra level of security. Now. So, so you would have to be able to one retrieve the overwritten file, which is then encrypted, and then two break the encryption to get to the original file. Right. Which is, I mean, that's this is like like major secret service kind of stuff that that confounds really really smart people as opposed to people like me. <laughs> I'm just I'm just smart. I'm not really really smart. Okay. Because right. I use terms like really, really smart. Um, all right, then. <laughs> well, um, but th- those are for individual files. Should we yeah. talk about ways to, uh, if you want to just go ahead and wipe the entire drive clean? Yeah, because uh, if this is a good, using these these methods are, are good for, oh, and you know, we didn't really mention it, but yeah, Windows has, has oh, their sorry, own, yeah. they have their sorry. own their own programs as well. And some of those, are, like Griffin said, are incorporated into the OS, but there are also uh 
products that you can purchase that will allow you to do this kind of thing. Like BC Wipe allows you to delete and overwrite individual files. Uh-huh. Uh, Blanco File Shredder lets you do that. It also lets you do folders, so you don't mm-hmm. have to do it file by file. You can do an entire folder if you want to. Um, and then there are, there are a few others. There's a EraseYourHardDrive.com, which uses the DOD method of erasing, doing seven passes. Oh, okay. Department uh, of Defense? Yes. Thank yes. you. Department of Defense. Yeah, I'm, we're on really good terms, so I just call them DOD. Right. Sometimes Dodd. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, there are also solutions for PCs. Now, if you don't, if what you want to do is wipe the entire drive, Yes. Because what you're doing is, like Paulette was saying, you want to get rid of your computer or perhaps you want to repurpose it or whatever and uh, you don't want whatever was on that computer to ever fall into someone else's hands. Um, yeah, you can You can actually – there's several different methods of wiping everything off your hard drive and overwriting it so that um, – so that nothing remains. And some of those are, again, uh, uh, commercial products like Kill Disk is one. Right. You can purchase Kill Disk, and what it'll do is it'll it'll erase and overwrite the your hard drive um, multiple times, I think. And there are other products that do the same sort of thing. This is, again, what, what the Department of Defense does if they're ever going to get rid of a machine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, um... When we were talking earlier uh, about Griffin's email about Secure Erase, that actually is uh, not really platform-specific. That's actually something that the hard drive manufacturers have been including in the firmware for the mm-hmm. drives for a while now. And uh, basically that means that there is some some information in the, in the hard drive itself that if you know how to tap into that information, uh, the drive will go ahead and delete everything. On there securely. Um, the trick is, they don't want to make that something that you can do easily by accident. Yeah, obviously that would be a bad thing. And uh, this is a good time to actually mention that if you do ever need to wipe your hard drive, um, again, make a backup of your drive first. Uh, this kind of sounds like it's ridiculous and that you don't want to do that. But let's say that you've deleted the stuff that you don't want on your drive at all. Um, and whether or not that those deletions have been overwritten or whatever, that that's kind of beside the point. If you um, if you make a backup of your hard drive and then you are manually choosing which which bits of information, which files and programs you want to bring back onto your new device or either your repurposed computer perhaps, right. um, then you can avoid pulling over the stuff that you didn't want on there in the first place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But making a backup is important because once you wipe that, it wipes – wiping a, a hard drive wipes everything. It's not just your documents or your files. It's also all your programs and even your operating system. Yes. So you'll – in order to make your computer useful again, you will have to load in either copies of your old OS or a new OS if you want to change your machine's you know, purpose, if you want to switch from a PC to a Linux-based machine, for example. Um, so, yeah, you got to keep that in mind, too, that when you do these wipes, it's going to wipe everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a good thing, as it turns out, if you want to really erase all traces of... You know, whatever. Like again, if it's financial records or uh, uh, corporate intellectual property, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, it's necessary to do that. Yes, uh, secure erase. 
going back to that now. Yes, sorry. Was the work of uh, Dr. Gordon Hughes and a group called the Center for Magnetic Recording Research at the University of California at San Diego. And um, actually, Secure Erase is uh, so thorough that uh, the National Security Agency and National Institute for Standards and Testing are uh, behind using Secure Erase. Unfortunately, um, according to um, an article that I read by Robin Harris at ZDNet, uh, the NSA stopped supporting Dr. Hughes' research, but you can still use um, the Secure Erase functionality of your machine. Now, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you say, hey, they're supporting this because it doesn't work, and they want to be able to get to my data. Uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No, of course. I don't know how you would have thought of that otherwise. But I just thought it was funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that I was heading off the email, like, of course that they're recommending you use this because that way they can they know the secret and they can get your data. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, there are way too many of us out there with computers. They can't be after all of us. It's just it, it, too time-consuming. I mean, they they don't even have the money or the manpower to do that, so... We just discount that immediately. Oh, Jonathan. What, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry to use some critical thinking. It's, <laughs> I know it's so irritating. Um, um, no, well, I'm please sorry. Please go ahead. I apologize. No, no, no. We were just starting at the same time. Uh, if you want to wipe your entire drive clean for whatever reason, uh, you can't really be logged into your machine when you do it. You're going to have to boot off of a CD. There's just no way around it. Because or a flash it, drive, I would guess. Well, yeah, you, you've got to boot off some kind of external drive source because uh, if you are running your own computer at the time, it's going to go, but wait, I can't uh, delete this because it's running yeah. right now. So you're going to have to to, uh, to use some other form of disk and uh, log into your machine or you know start your machine so that it runs off the CD or the flash drive or an external drive or however you're doing it. Um, a secondary drive in the machine probably yep. would work um, if you do it right. And uh, that way you can actually run some of the utilities that we've been talking about, um, either a block erasing program or secure erase or something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way you can actually you know, go ahead and write over those files. All right, Chris. Yes? Let's say that you're a super secret agent. Yes. And you're deep undercover. Okay. And your cover's been blown. Uh-oh. And you know that they're after you. And you know that your computer is going to be seized. Odds and, are I won't live to see tomorrow. All right. Well, okay, secret agent man. <laughs> They've given you a number and taken away your name. So number seven, you've, you're deep undercover, and they are out to get you, number seven. Yes. Number one is on your case. <laughs> and uh, so you want to get rid of all your data. You've overwritten your hard drive, but you want to take that one extra step. Uh-huh. What? can you do to absolutely guarantee there is no way they're going to get any data off that computer? Are you serious? I'm serious. Like, you have overwritten it, and so you've done everything electronically that you can do to get rid of the data. What's the next step? And that's important. That's a good first step. Yeah. If you're absolutely, you know, if you're pretty sure that nobody's going to get hold of this drive and try to to, uh, pull the data from it, uh, then you can use these electronic methods. But if you really, really want to do this, if I'm trying to protect what's left of my, what the uh, remaining shreds of my secret uh, agent work, yeah. uh-huh, um, I am going to remove, <laughs> be, keeping with the secret agent motif here, I, I'm going to remove the drive from the computer and shoot it with my Walter 
Walther PPK. Oh, CIA. okay. So you, so you're, so I'm you're, a secret agent. You're here. now a British secret agent. No, you know, you <laughs> did pick number seven, and I had to fix oh, my Walther pronunciation. That's true. Okay, but you don't really need to shoot it. You're not going to use your Beretta. You can pull the, you can pull the hard, <laughs> you can pull the drive apart and take the platters and drill holes in the platters or right. scratch them up with something. Scratchy, or use an industrial shredder. That will work. There are actual industrial shredders out there designed specifically to destroy media like DVDs, CDs, and hard drive platters. Yes, and so uh, all the stuff that we were telling you not to do in the hard drive podcast, in the data yeah. recovery podcast, you can do that all you want. If you're trying to get <laughs> drop rid of it, it, smash it, step on it, yeah. you know, grind yeah, so, it up. So the idea, yeah, if you grind it up, you've pretty much guaranteed that there's not going to be any, no one's going to get any data off that thing. Dispose no, of it in one trash can, part of it in one trash can, <laughs> go downtown and get rid of the rest of it Shred somewhere it else. with your credit cards and... Uh, you know all those pictures of all those those femme fatales that you met up with alone on your uh, <laughs> on your undercover spy adventures on our spy Facebook yeah. profile. Yeah, I can't even say their names because they're way too suggestive. Okay then. Well, yeah, you look at the James Bond names of the women in I there. Know, they're I terrible, know. terrible. Shame on you, James Bond. Shame <laughs> on you. Um, at any rate, yes, uh, that is the ultimate step. Is if if in fact you need to destroy this. Physical media, yes, because of some reason, you know that there is some someone's out to get your data, and you just want to make sure it's gone. Uh, yeah, first electronically overwrite everything. Yes, always do that first. Then you can look at your various ways of destroying it. And I've seen lots of different ones. Like I, like we mentioned in, before, I saw one that was an industrial sized drill press that would drill an enormous hole through an entire hard drive. Uh, Box, or you can like disassemble the box, take the platters out, and destroy them. Or if it's if it's a solid state, then you just take a hammer to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, just just smash it into tiny little pieces. It's good to be a gangster. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Was, that's I heard it was printer. hard to be a gangster. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's something that you're you you can actually do physically to to destroy the drive. And as we were talking about again, uh, you know, they recovered a hard drive. They recovered information from a hard drive that had been. Recovered after the space shuttle crash. Yeah. So you know anything that you can do to eliminate this data from the drive, you want to do. And that oh, you know what? We didn't touch on something in between. What's that? Degaussing. Oh yeah, sure. Um, you know degaussing. And this is a, a tech. This is has to do with uh, a famous German mathematician named uh, Carl Friedrich Gauss. Um, he did a lot of work with mathematics, but also was very interested in uh, the Earth's magnetic field. In fact. He invented the magnetometer. But um, a Gauss is a unit of magnetic... Uh, um, I'm sorry. I can't read... Oh, magnetic induction. See, this is what happens when I go back to paper. I can't read my own writing because I type all the time now. <laughs> uh, one Gauss is the uh, uh, the magnetic flux density required to create an electromotive force of an abvolt in a centimeter of... Uh, anyway... Yeah. It's a, a unit of magnetic measurement. And basically, when you degauss the drive, you're running magnets over it to try to change, uh, to try to eliminate the data by manipulating the magnetic field on the platters. Because, of, of course, hard drives are, or the typical platter hard drive anyway, is a magnetic storage medium. Yeah, actually, um, and I, I wanted to bring this up because it's funny. The day we're recording this, um, I, I actually saw a message on Twitter about someone who is going to do an experiment or wants to do an experiment 
with magnets and hard drives. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Patrick Norton, who's with uh, oh, yes. Revision 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Famously uh, of, of many other shows before that as well. Yes, yeah, so he used to be with Tech TV. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Patrick Norton, whom I've met once. Uh, so hi, Patrick. Um, Patrick Norton uh, is looking to be able to use a, a really powerful natural magnet to see if it can if he can wipe a hard drive live on Techzilla. Uh, okay. Which, of course, is a Revision 3 show. Yes. Uh, now, at the time of this recording, that hasn't happened yet. I'm sure by the time this podcast comes out, uh, they will have have. Uh, shot that and uploaded it. So, if uh, if you guys want to see some of the, something like this happen in uh, in actual life, you can go over to Revision Three and look at Techzilla and uh, try and see if you can find the episode where Patrick Norton wipes out a hard drive with a really powerful magnet. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. Actually, that's yeah. happening today. Or- yeah. The, the, day the announcement we're is today. Yeah. Um, and just so you guys know, we don't normally talk about the day that we record the podcast, but this is Wednesday, August 25th, 2010. Yes. Just to give you guys a kind of a reference point if you want to look up that Techzilla thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can I can attest to uh, what will happen if you hold a 12-pound donut magnet up to a television screen. Uh-oh. <laughs> and uh, my parents <laughs> will also attest to... Uh, me being grounded. <laughs> so if you but, hold up a donut magnet to the television screen, Chris will be grounded. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Don't do it. Just don't do it, please. I, I just, you know, I'm 39 years old and just got free. Um, <laughs> and that happened when I was in junior high school. Wow. Uh, no, it, but honestly, if you use a, a powerful magnet and put it right up to uh, the hard drive that you have removed from your machine, it's going to do a lot to... Uh, <laughs> realign the magnetic um, field and structure of the information on those uh, media. So. Yeah, we actually talked about that yeah. in the uh, the Sunspot podcast about how if you if you do have a really powerful magnet and you put it near a uh, a less powerful magnet, the less powerful magnet's magnetic field will realign to the more powerful magnetic magnet's magnetic field. So right. yeah, it's just one of those neat things about magnets and. Uh, yeah, so th- th- those are not good for anything that uses magnetism as its storage uh, method. That is correct. So, so yeah, that's another good point, um, both in if you want to try and get rid of data or if you want to prevent that from happening. Uh, yeah, it depends on whether or not you know you have magnets nearby and handy. Um, so, yeah, that kind of wraps up the discussion about permanently deleting files off your computer. Oh, I have one other thing I should mention. Oh, and I do, too. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first or shall I? Um, I was just going to say, if you are going to go so far as to take a sledgehammer to your hard drive or a, a power drill or something else to it, please take safety, safety precautions because you do not want to lodge a piece of hard drive in your eye yeah. um, or, or worse. I mean, you could seriously get hurt because once that thing busts open, it's there's going to be lots of little shards of hard drive everywhere and you don't want to get hurt. So keep please, in mind, there please are- take safety precautions and wear eye protection if you're going to do something like that. Right. And and remember that there are toxic elements within computers as well. Definitely. So lead and mercury and yeah. all sorts of other stuff. Yeah, so you anytime you're you're messing around with stuff like that, we we treated it pretty lightly, but yes, there are there are actual possible harmful things that could happen. Yes. So keep that in mind whenever you're 
doing anything with computers. But the thing I wanted to mention was that we've really focused on computers in this podcast, but this really holds true for other devices as well. Sure. Because we have more and more devices now that have these kind of uh, uh, elements to them, like smartphones. Uh Um, And so for smartphones, you'll have to look for specific kinds of applications or you'll have to find a way of getting into the root system of the smartphone in order to really wipe it clean. But that is a big thing. I mean, you don't you don't want to if you're getting rid of your phone, you want to wipe that phone before you donate it or get rid of it because it's going to have all those contacts and things like that, especially if it's saved to the phone and not to, say, a SIM card. Right. And the same holds true for things like game consoles. The reason I bring that up is uh, I got an Xbox yeah. 360, and uh, my, my wife purchased it for me as a, a present, and she, she bought a refurbished one, which is fine. I, I had no problem with that. The thing I did notice was that the previous owner had neglected to wipe his information off the Xbox 360. So his Xbox Live account information was still active. Now, if I were a dishonest, terrible person, I might try to use that information to log on to Xbox Live without paying for it to see if perhaps it was still an active account. Right. And that would have been really dishonest, and I'd be stealing, essentially. Yes. Now, I'm an honest person, so I went through the trouble of actually wiping that off myself. But even then, I just did the simple delete because, you know, I wasn't going to – I didn't worry about overwriting it. It's not my information. So I just deleted it the normal way. If you want to delete something permanently off Xbox 360, that's another podcast. Right. So anyway, uh, just keep that stuff in mind. Remember that when you hit that delete key, it does not necessarily go away forever. So if you're trying to really delete something, take the proper steps. Be careful because you don't want to delete everything necessarily. Well, I mean, unless you really do, in which case, have at it. But uh, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, be careful because you don't want to end up making your computer into you know just a basic electronic calculator that you're going to have to load everything back onto again. Uh, and uh, if you have any questions, Questions or concerns? You got any criticisms, like the way I say criticism, or you have suggestions for other topics? You can write us. Our email address is techstuff at howstuffworks.com, and Chris and I will talk to you again really soon. If you're a Tech Stuff fan, be sure to check us out on Twitter. Tech Stuff HSW is our handle, and you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash techstuffhsw. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new Tech Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Running a business is no cakewalk, but with SAP Concur Solutions, you can be ready for anything. You can manage travel, expenses, and AP all on one platform that's packed with AI and best practices, and that delivers it all through an easy, clear, I can't believe how simple that is experience. So while not much can be done about that guy who never fails to burn the microwave popcorn and stink up the entire office, with SAP Concur, you can easily handle almost anything else. Take control of your business finances today at concur.com. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.